I know Seattle's cold too, but Chicago's fucking cold. We've been walking around and my lips are getting chapped. I'm like, fuck this. I don't need this in my life. It's uh, 67 and sunny out here. Oof. Come through. I need- come back to Austin. <laughs> yes. Come back. yes. What is it in Chicago? I don't fucking know. 30 something. 30. 30, 30 something. I kind of am disappointed I didn't see any snow. That would have been nice. 39. Snow would have been nice. It literally snowed like when I was there three weeks ago. Mm. Just wait another week and it'll snow, I'm sure. No, I think I got to get back to life. It's been nice here. It's been too nice. Their place so fucking nice. The Dior's is nice. It's so goddamn it's nice. nice. This yeah. this place is beautiful. It's like a hotel. It is like a hotel. You know what I told them? I, uh, I got them this Dior book thing. So I was like, put the book in the front. And when guests come to stay with you, they can like leave a message in the book like you do in like an Airbnb book. <laughs> like know? a, yeah. Like a guest yeah. book. Yeah. So they can yeah. write what they think. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Say, do the thing though, still. Do right? the thing? Do the thing. Yeah. Let's do the thing. All right. Let's do the thing. It's time to do the thing. We're doing the thing. We got Shiv here. We got Sagar. Let's go. Let's do the thing. Welcome to another week of Big Brain Small Talk. As usual, we have our best friend Zane here. Hola. And our guest of the week is Shiv, an old college roommate, still friend to this day, surprisingly. (laughs) Um, How you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We have a fun topic today. Uh, We're going to talk about food. Food. We're going to talk about food. Zane, I can't wait for some of his takes today. Uh, We're changing the format a bit. We found some food hot takes. We're going to just run through them, give you some live reactions. You know, we've done a lot of serious stuff. We've done like yeah, careers true. and relationships and what should I do with yeah. my life? And today we're like, let's have some fucking fun. Food. food. It's good. We're coming off the heels of Thanksgiving where I'm sure we all overate. So I think it's timely. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiv is what I would consider a foodie. Picky, but I think Shiv cares a lot about the food he eats, especially when we've traveled abroad. I think he makes it a point. So we know he has a refined palate. Whether you agree or disagree, we'll find out today. But as we do with every uh, <laughs> every every pod, let's let's go around, share one fun fact, one fun thing that happened this week, and uh, if you have a drink, let's hear it. All right. So um, I'm in Chicago. Diora lives here. We're visiting a good friend and uh, drink of the week. Who knew Ralph Lauren, the store, the apparel brand where you go buy clothes, boxers, etc., has coffee. So I'm drinking Ralph Lauren coffee. It was a cold ass day. We went out, out and about. And um, we popped in there because they said they had coffee, which in my opinion was a much more pleasant experience than going to the Starbucks reserve yesterday. We went yesterday late in the evening. So hectic. It was so hectic. I wanted to leave. Not worth. But like we had not worth we got a coffee flight and it wasn't worth but okay fun fact of the week i always gripe i'm back we're griping again so i'm in chicago i came here uh thursday night i took the red eye like i always do out of seattle and everyone told me i should have just taken a carry-on it's only like four days i didn't come for a long time but i was you know cheap and I bought the basic economy flight, which doesn't get you a carry-on. So, so Shiv is nodding his head like this was a mistake. Basic economy enough was to end the story, but it gets worse. Uh, I bought basic economy. And then I had to bring stuff, so I checked in a bag. And I got to Chicago, you know, on the baggage carousel, no bag. It was awful. I landed like 6 a.m., fought for my shit. It wasn't there. They said it would come in at 3. Wasn't there. Said it would come in at 5 didn't arrive 
8 p.m. Didn't arrive. My bag arrived at like 10.30 p.m. Was wild. And uh, have I learned my lesson? No, I would buy basic economy again and do it all over again. <laughs> what was the price delta between paying for a carry-on and paying for a check-in? I don't want to put that. How Indian are you? I don't want to put that out on the pod. How Indian are you? <laughs> Tell us. The people need to know. I honestly don't know. I expect it to be like five, ten bucks. Oh my uh, god. I don't know. I bet it was, but I never checked. I didn't even check what it would have been cost for me uh, to uh, get a carry-on. I don't know. I'm curious, Zane. I'm a little nervous now. Mm. I know this is a food episode. You recently went to the Starbucks Reserve and got a coffee flight and went to Ralph. So I'm a little intimidated right <laughs> off the bat. Just He's coming in heavy. It just means I'm caffeinated and I'll bring the energy. That's all that means. Was the Ralph's good? I've never had it. Okay, well, my drink is an Americano. It's espresso and water. So, like, I'm not here for flavor. I'm here for caffeine and get wired. That's that's what I do. Nice. Um, but, I mean, Diora got the latte. Um, he might be the one to ask. We'll find out. We'll yeah. find out. Report back. No, no, no. All oat milk tastes the same. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's overpowering anyway. <laughs> I feel like if you're drinking Americano, you might have a better sense of, like, the bean and flavor. Like, it may be diluted, sure, but it's more pure. As the world will learn to. Today, my palate is that of a five-year-old. Let's let's wait. Oh my god! All right, Chiv. I was reserved today too, and they were sold out of four different types of reserve coffee. So I got the general pike roast. Eek! Very sad. Oh my god! Y'all are so bougie. But drink here is just a Michelob Ultra. I know you guys can't see it, but it's the standard bottle. Classic. Ninety-five calories. So you know. Gotta be health conscious. <laughs> I will say, Shiv, if anything is consistent, and you'll find that probably through some of his commentary, the, the Shiv's palate that we taste today, though we're talking about change in food preferences, might not be that far away from the Shiv I met in college. I don't know. I tried those fancy smanchy beers, but I just can't get on board. This Ooh. this just has a flavor to it. I like it. I like it. And so I I did a bunch of like work holiday party stuff this week, <laughs> and so that interesting you know we got some like ornament decorating stuff where they made fun of me for not being able to write on ornaments and things like that so i guess that's it's hard man yeah (laughs) fair enough um which i'll start with my drink so Mm. i have a nice one liter bottle of san pellegrino what the hell is that it's like enough for a village that's not a small bottle that's an enormous bottle this is a single serving bottle now you saw my yeti (laughs) I, I drink in 50 ounce increments and up only now because I don't like refilling my water. So this is perfect. And it could last like, you know, it's not one sitting. But I think I found my sparkling water brand. Like I've done the whole circuit. Perrier was probably my top. But this was on sale at Costco. There was a coupon instant savings. So I bought myself a box and I'm loving it. The glass bottle just makes me feel so fancy. I agree. I think Pellegrino's, I don't, I'm converting over to sparkling water now. And it's, it's a good time. I'm not afraid to go to Europe anymore. I'm ready. Ooh, (laughs) those Europeans. Says the guy who's been to Europe like 15 times. Now he's ready. (laughs) No, no, not still. I am not. I will sparkling fine. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Anyways, the bubble, I mean, there's a whole thing. Water is just so complex, but I found my good bubble concentration and bottle. Um, my, my fun fact of the week, for once, I, I just don't think there was enough for me out there this week. I'm not going to go nerd on you guys. You're not going like, educational? Oh. I'm not going educational this week. 
because I, I had a pretty cool experience this week that I want to share. Um, I like cars. I don't have a car right now. And back in 2020, maybe 2021, I put a $100 deposit for Cadillac's new electric SUV called the Lyric. Um, and so I've been waiting quite patiently for that car to come into existence. Production started. They've, they're shipping west to east, so we're like kind of in the middle. I found out this week my car is going to production on the 19th of December. Ooh. And more importantly, I finally got to test drive it. Ew. So they're like doing a circuit of three Cadillacs. They're taking them around the dealership. So if a dealer has someone who ordered one, mm. you can sign up for a time. Me and Amin test drove it. Boy, it was nice. Yeah? Oh, man. It was so nice. I am so... Te- so I haven't pulled the trigger completely, but man, I'm conflicted. Uh, it's very nice. I want it. I feel like we need a pod on on vehicles. Yeah, um, oh, because we could talk. That. We could talk about this all day. I want to know like how comfy, how zippy, how lux. Oh. oh, yeah. Anyway, I'll give the spark notes. It's a Cadillac. You can expect luxury on the interior. It was there. Great shape. It's an all electric vehicle. 312, 15 miles on the on the battery. Has really good uh, battery technology. They've modularized so if something goes wrong in part of the battery you can just take that piece out so i feel like for longevity feel pretty good about it but the drive was great it's a big car i miss driving big cars i drive a civic right now i feel small anyway i'm conflicted we'll see what happens i'll keep you guys updated on the pod that sounds like a decision it's a big decision that sounded pretty good i know i know but i don't have a garage honestly don't have a garage i don't want my car to sit outside yeah it feels bad I know it feels bad. And my dad, my dad came to my neighborhood. For those of you who have been to Austin, you know, there are pockets of gentrification. I think I'm in a neighborhood that's that's happening too, but not everyone's gotten there yet. And he's like, if you push your car on the street, is it going to be vandalized? And I was like, people aren't just like rolling around vandalizing cars for shits, but I could be wrong. I really could be. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But anyway, that was my experience of the week Thought I'd share. We'll keep you posted, friends. All right, so this week on the pod, we thought we'd change it up a bit. Um, <clears throat> we found some food hot takes that we wanted to run through with Shiv, get some live reactions. Um, there's about 15 or 17. Shiv's picked a couple favorites, so we'll, we'll start with those. But if we have time, we'll run through some other ones. We'll definitely read them out for our listeners here. But I guess we'll get started with number one, which I actually thought was a good one to talk about. And Shiv also picked it up. I'll start. I'll read it out. Let's do it. So these are all basically Reddit posts that have been upvoted, downvoted, and they kind of trickle up to the top 15. So here's the take. Huge stacked burgers suck. There's nothing worse than a burger with too many toppings that spill all over the place and make a mess. Burgers that require you to unhinge your jaw to take a bite is not an enjoyable eating experience. For those people that worry about making a mess and getting food all over their faces and hands, there's nothing worse. Shiv, what do you think? I I have a very strong reaction to this one. I saw this and it immediately irritated me. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, I'm I'm a simple guy. Cheeseburger, McDonald's, great. Burger, cheese. But now they're getting so fancy. We're getting there, I think. Do you want an egg? Do you want guac? Do you want shoestring <laughs> onion rings? Like, at what point do we draw that line? All right. So Shiv agrees. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. Okay. So what is your ideal burger? Yeah. I want to know. I want to know what's the ideal Shiv burger if we're not trying to stack this thing with guacamole. Okay. So you got brioche buns. Immediately nice. High class. You get a nice thin patty. Get some cheese. Pepper jack. I don't know. Maybe you go cheddar. Whatever you like. Lettuce. For those people who don't know, I don't like tomatoes or onions. So take those off. 
And that's it. Side of fries. Good to go. Okay. Okay. Pickles. Pickles, lettuce. Mayo, mustard, ketchup? Ketchup, mustard. This is very close to the burger I want in my life. Let me share a quick story. Sagar, obsessed with this random burger place. Stop. Random oh. burger place in Chicago called Oshaval. Hey, you said it right. He's like, this is the best burger in the world. Best burger in the world. And I go, and it was fine it was an okay burger it was fine but it was nothing to rave about but i'll give it this it lives up to the shiv litmus test how shiv is describing a burger i agree is how a burger should be thank you i don't want something like wild on it burger cheese bun lit um tomatoes do not belong in a burger for all those people who put tomatoes in them you're wrong and uh it's just look at the texture of the tomato it's a little runny unnecessary don't get me started with an egg way too runny no one needs yolk all over your hands it's not breakfast it's not breakfast (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah look look First of all, for those those folks that might listen to Zane and at me about Ashaval, I did not say it was the best thing ever. I just thought it was a good burger experience. I think it's an above average burger. I think it is. And I don't think Zane can disagree with me on that. Look, maybe we played the telephone game wrong, but the Dioras of Shea Diora in Chicago, Illinois, okay. have said that you said this was a fantastic world-class burger. World-class. Um, it is not. It's average. Average at best. To the to the to the respect of this hot take, though, did you have to unhinge your jaw to eat this burger? Honestly, a little bit. Okay, I had to get the double because they said there's no single today. They said a single burger is two patties, a double burger is three patties. So I was like, what am I? No, I'll eat the two. I <laughs> America. guess. And Murica, I had two patties in this burger. One was not an option at all, Chabal. <laughs> and and I had to unhinge a little. It was a big bite. That's surprising. I've had a single single patty burger, so... They looked at me and they knew. They looked at me and they said, this guy wants two patties. I think we all agree then. I think this is a hot take we all agree with. I'm on board. I don't agree with Shiv's ideal burger. I would eat it. I don't mind it. But I do need tomatoes in my burger. I'm sorry. But I think this brings up a good point. And I don't know, maybe this is like the Instagram world we live in now, but I feel like restaurants don't take into account the eating experience when they put together a dish. They're like, let me just like stack everything, put it on a plate. And then like, they don't have to think about what it means to actually go about eating it. Mm -hmm. So many burgers I've had to cut up and like eat because they're just so massive. Uh, What do you think about like, it's always an add on, like guac's an add on, eggs are an add on. Yeah. Does that irritate you? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'd like to know what I'm paying and I'd like to just be upfront about it. I I don't, I don't like it at all. Cause you know what happens is like a main dish is like $10 and then it's, oh, you want pickles? A dollar. You want eggs? Two dollars. You want bacon? Five dollars. And I just, I don't know. There's no burger that's good enough for me to eat a $20 burger. Like it's just not going to happen. Favorite burger, hands down, right now, not all. Let's hear it. You know, we also, we just talked about this. So I think accessibility is an important thing. I'll take a Hop Daddy burger, like a good night, solid burger to me. They are kind of big. I'll give that to you. But I feel like they check a lot of boxes for me. I have had uneven experiences at Hop Daddy recently. Yeah. So I'm, I'll give that to you. I am on an in and out kick right now. It's thin, sweet, good, oh. simple. Okay. Uh, I just don't like In-N-Out fries, and fries are so important to me. Wait, you don't like the fries? I hate the fries, dude. I hate the In-N-Out fries. Favorite fry. I have a clear answer. So. Chick-fil-A. I mean, Chick-fil-A, bro. Absolutely. Chick-fil-A waffle no, fries. Yeah. No one no loves question. Chick-fil-A more than me. I go four times a week, but Arby's has the <laughs> best French fry. Arby's? I just don't. I won't step into an Arby's. I'm just not going to do that. I'm sorry. They dude. have the meats. It's not going to happen. They have the meats. 
Though if I want a season curly fry, I'm going to Jack in the Box. RB, I don't know. I don't know. Whoa, whoa. Oh, Five oh, guys? Oh. Five guys no, no. fries for season Seasoned fries. Seasoned curly fries. Seasoned curly fries. Oh, curly. Yeah. Okay. If you want to become sick, Jack in the Box. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Zane, we just said our favorite burger. I said Hop Daddy was good. What's yours? Hop Daddy, solid burger. The Good Night is amazing. Yeah. But just to break from the common, I would say second favorite is Whataburger. The patty melt, the patty melt can't be beat. Uh, it's pretty yeah. good. It's just dirty, cheesy, square bread. I know we're not trying to get fancy, but the patty melt is a good burger. I'd say my runner-up is a P. Terry's burger. It's a local chain down here in in, in Texas, yeah. Austin, actually. Yeah, yeah. P. Terry's burger is simple. I think it hits all of your bar- your marks, Shiv. I'd agree with that. I'd say it's my number two. Great burger, great price, yeah, up there. low profile, nothing fancy. I love it. Okay. All right. So all in agreement, no deviation so far. All right. Next hot take truffle truffle is awful and it ruins anything it touches i mean what more needs to be said this shit is pure awful i will never understand everyone's obsession with this shit it smells and tastes like literal wow shit (laughs) your specialty fries were just fine with parmesan and garlic no need to completely ruin with truffle ugh this was not my post by the way i'm reading someone else's how do we feel about truffle friends i want to hear shiv let's hear shiv So I have kind of a varied take, you know, truffle Parmesan fries with like a little shaved truffle. Fine with me, you know, 10 bucks. That's okay. It's not too overpowering. Once we get in the pasta with like black truffle that they're taking out of a case for $30, like stop. The pasta is fine. No one really can taste (laughs) truffle. Those who say they can are lying. It's, It's all fake. We need to stop. I'm with Jim on this one. There's a, one of my favorite Italian restaurants in Austin called Juniper. They have this great pasta dish. And Shiv, I think you were with me last time we went. Mm-hmm. To add the truffle, it's like $25. And they come in and they shave for like five seconds. Yeah. And that's it. I don't know if my palate's not refined enough. To me, I can take some truffle oil, put it in some mayo, eat some like parm and garlic fries. It's good enough for me. Like I, the flavor's good. The flavor's good. But don't triple my price of my dish for truffle. And I know what you're talking about. We had two dishes, same pasta, one with truffle, yeah. one without. Yeah. I ate the one without. And it was like 20 bucks. Equally cheaper. good. All right. Let me, let me break again. So look, the take was that truffle is awful and ruins anything it touches. And I have to disagree. I think truffle has a place and a time. Um, so Trader Joe's has these chips. You know, everyone knows how much I love Trader Joe's. I feel like I've mentioned it three or four times on prior episodes. But they have these chips that are truffle-flavored chips. Now, look, it's not the shavings that you put in pasta. Mm-hmm. It's not the oil that you would cook with. But I've eaten truffle chips, and by God, they are amazing. Those are just too good. So maybe not on everything. Like, we talked about burgers. I'm not putting truffles in my burgers, but... On some things, maybe some things it could touch and not ruin it. Maybe. See, I have a retort. Like, at Trader Joe's, are you seriously seeing the ghost pepper reaper chips and this truffle chip and picking the truffle chip? I'm picking truffle chip. I'm going truffle. <laughs> okay. All right. Technicality, Zane. I'll say you disagreed on a technicality, but I think the vibe is the same. Oh, oh this one's great. This one's good. Nachos. This user says, I think nachos are gross. I used to love the dish. I was looking at my to-do list Mm. that I didn't update in a while. I wanted to buy ingredients, make nachos. Basically, they they think that the process of making all these nacho dishes are unhealthy, just unnecessary. And 
basically said nachos are disgusting. Shiv, what do we think? Severely disagree. I, I hate this take. Uh, went to a sporting event a couple weeks ago. First thing I did, walk in the door, boom, nachos. Within four minutes. Have to. <laughs> I love every part of it. The chips, the cheese, the beef, the jalapenos. It all mixes together in this medley that's just like... It just says game day to me. In the feels. Zane? I don't know why me and Shiv keep ending up on the opposite sides of things, but I don't need nachos. Okay, They're, nachos are fine sometimes, sure, like maybe once in a while, but nachos are not my go-to. I'm not going to seek them out. Even if I see them, I might avoid them. Like if I go to game day, you think I don't want a hot dog? I'm going for a hot dog. I ain't going for the nachos. Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? I agree. But they're also messy. Like, you know, they're a little messy. They're oh, little I'm messy. sorry. You're shying away from food because it's messy? Come Look, on. if anyone's seen me eat in real life, I usually eat with like a stack of napkins because I'm constantly wiping my fingers and making sure they're clean. Nachos just a little bit too much. You know, the cheesiness gets everywhere. I eat nachos before. I agree. They're too messy. You got to uncover the layer of chips that has too much cheese <laughs> on them and like redo your nachos. You know what I'm saying? Get like some chips you could grab without getting your hands messy. I'm with you. Get a fork. It'll change your life. A fork? Okay. All right. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to. I've not done that. That sounds amazing. Maybe I need to. Look. Let me just let me just paint you a picture here. It's Sunday, it's game day. You're kind of hungry, but it's 11 o'clock. You got to wait, spend some time. What you're going to do, you pull out a big pizza oven tray, put some foil on that bad boy, throw out some nice crispy chips, layer a little bit of cheese, get your favorite ingredients. We're talking black olives, sour cream, for Shiv, no tomatoes, but for me, tomatoes. Then you get some nice either sprinkly beef or pulled pork. Throw that in the oven. Your place is going to smell amazing. And you have a shareable dish. <laughs> to me, it's this is, this is the worst take I think I read on this whole thing. Nachos are the best. You can share it with people. You can create your own bite every time. And if you're strategic and smart, every bite is as good as the last. You can't say that with every dish. Okay. You have the choice. You have the freedom. The other thing I'll say is I don't like when things are all mixed up and messy. So for example, when I get a like a poke bowl, I eat usually one ingredient at a time. I don't wanna mix all that shit up and eat like one bite with a piece of edamame and a piece of rice and a piece of fish. I go bit by bit. Same with chipotle bowls. If I go to chipotle, I'm trying to like, if they pre-mix it for me, fine, I'm done, GG. But otherwise I'm trying to eat the corn first and I'm trying to eat some of the chicken, maybe save the rice for last. Um, so with the nachos, I'm not. I'm not going to say you're doing it wrong, but you're doing it wrong. Oh God, we need to move on. No, I'm going to say you're getting edamame and poke. That's just <laughs> She's not even attacking you for the same thing. That's how wrong. That's how wrong you are. Oh God. What psychopathic eats all the corn? You got to make the bites you want every time, and every bite can be different. But you got to use all. Use your whole dish. I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't want it. What do you do at Chipotle? Yeah, it's tough. Sometimes you you know you suffer and you're like okay I'm eating this mishmash of different flavors that are all together and I can't like experience the drama of one thing after the other it's just mishmashed and I'm like okay I'm eating mush today is mush it's a bowl yeah do you eat your kava bowls like this too yeah no they do separate it out a little bit right like there's a little clump of hummus on top yeah yeah you go bit by bit they do <laughs> oh I hate this I hate this about you it might be my least favorite trait to be honest. <laughs> 
you're not alone though this there's just different types of people in the world i was gonna say some of us are right all right just randomly what's your what's your tortilla chip on nachos i have a very firm stance on this so like what do you go oh my god okay so i've been going back and forth the brand is tostitos there's no doubt that's a no-brainer yeah don't bring those stupid scoops into this Mm -hmm. keep that out of there Mm -hmm. Agreed. Some days I'm feeling circle just because it's like fun and eccentric, but I like to go restaurant or thick. Those are my two, but they need to be triangles. Yeah, I agree. Triangles. They're getting too fancy with these strips. The round ones are good for a change of pace, but that's about all I'm willing to compromise on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just middle of the road, standard Tostitos. Don't mess with something if it ain't broken. Okay. Yeah. On the border sucks. (laughs) Oh my God. That was strong. That was strong. But you know what? Shiv's a chip guy. Strong, strong uh, take. I, I'd say before before anything else, I feel like Shiv's probably a chip guy. His taste in chips are quite plain, though, I will say, but he knows what he wants. What's next? Let's hear it. All right. Let's move to the next take because this one triggered me pretty hard. Leftover pizza tastes better at room temperature. This user will take their pizza, put it in the fridge if they don't finish it, and then instead of heating it up, we'll just let it sit on the counter until it's room temp and then eat it the next day. I want to go first because I'm appalled. Go. This just, I'm not going to even wait for Shiv. I know we should give our guest a chance, but this is the exact wrong answer. I like cold pizza. That's fine. I'm not going to hate on people who want to reheat it and go through the effort. Live your best life. Like you want to get some sort of like a uh, cast iron pan, get a crunchy bottom and warm it up. Yes. You want to put it in an air fryer. That's fine. You want to put it in an oven? Okay. But you have the audacity to say you're going to take a perfectly perfect piece of cold pizza, (laughs) stick it on a counter, not heat it up, and eat it like it's some leftover snacks from the night before? Get the hell out of here. This is ridiculous. I object. (laughs) Skunk dude, you have a new enemy. Watch Shiv be one of these room temp guys. Shiv, what do you think? No. So this person orders it puts it in the fridge, and then has it the next day. Completely wrong. I I love leftover pizza. I love pizza in general. You order it, you have half the pizza left. Let's say half the pizza. Okay, I don't eat the whole thing. Fine. You just room temp. The next morning, you wake up, 1030, grab a slice. Sure, it's great. Sure, don't ever, <laughs> ever put pizza in the fridge, in the freezer. It's disgusting to me. I don't get the people who do it. I've had this argument it's best at room temperature. You want to throw it in the microwave? Fine. Do it. Oh my God, Shiv, you're a room temperature. Wow. I honestly have never even heard of room temperature as an option. It's like cold or hot. <laughs> but this is mind-blowing. It's, it's nice. Uh, you get a Domino's thin crust, room temp the next morning, you'll thank yourself. Okay. I the guess... grab-and-go feature is real nice about that, I will say. The grab-and-go. Okay. Um, as previous pizza maker, my family owned a pizza store. This take offended me to my core <laughs> it really did like not only are you manipulating the temperature of your pizza you're re-manipulating it waiting to eat like just no i'm one of those guys i'll turn on the oven turn on the pan i need a crunchy crust warm melted cheese on the top it needs to taste almost like it came out of the oven the first day in my opinion second option if you're going to be weird about it which i disagree with as well but it's better than this room temperature take eat it cold fine whatever mm. this whole taking it out Leaving it on the counter, uh-uh, can't deal. Sorry, I, I agree you shouldn't put it in the fridge and take it out and then allow it to be room temperature. <laughs> Just room temperature throughout is good. You could leave it room temp. Yeah, you could. I get, I like the accessibility. How do you feel about the food safety angle? Like, you know, leaving food out. Not a concern. Not a concern. I love it. <laughs> the experts at Domino's, Pizza Hut, and Papa John's have our backs. And I, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I mean, like, 
uh, first of all, we're like almost 30. Shiv's not died or had any illnesses. And I can guarantee he's had enough dominoes in his life for sample size to be good. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. But I feel like if, you're, if your meat's been cooked, it's been through the oven temperature, like oven once, temperature's good enough, you know, things have died, bacteria not, not there, leave it on the counter. <laughs> Especially if you're vegetarian. So Shiv is a room temperature guy, I get it. But that introduces a new question. How long is too long? For leaving it out right like eventually it's gotta it's gotta go right fair question you have the entire next day one day okay after that i'm out i'm not gonna touch it but i was gonna say has a pizza lasted that long in your house Shiv? <laughs> it hasn't i'm not gonna lie <laughs> and say <laughs> i have this issue but yeah that's my line I mean, it's kind of, guys, it's obvious. Friends, let's use our common sense. If your pizza starts to like curl up and warp, don't eat it. <laughs> don't try to salvage that. Don't make excuses. Just let it be. Move on. <laughs> but I'd say, yeah, honestly, Shiv takes it a bit farther. Like I, I won't go to dinner the next day, probably. I wouldn't do it mm. unless I have nothing else. Interesting. I, I do want to hear a take, and I know you guys will have an opinion about this domino's pizza hut or papa john's like those are the big three which one i'll go i think um i think pizza hut wins i think that's what i grew up eating so it has this nostalgic feeling like you could give me some science about like we've tasted and done some sample sizes blah 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 but like i grew up on pop on uh, pizza hut and that's that's right four years of continuous domino's in austin also has not changed my opinion i still like pizza better I respect the nostalgia factor. I think this is one of those things where if you grew up eating something, like that's just going to trump what any objective metric would tell you anyway. So, I mean, for me, I'll go based on the type of pizza I want. And these days it's mostly thin crust. So I go Domino's. I think they do the best thin crust. I'd say like New York style Pizza Hut. And then if you want to get fancy with the sauces and stuff, then you go Papa John's because they're crust, crust work, crust game better. What do we think, Shiv? Yeah. I grew up like you eating Pizza Hut every week, you know, once a week, Pizza Hut. And when I got to Austin, I just became a Domino's convert. It was it was amazing. You pick it up. Now I can't not have Domino's. Fair. So. Okay, but none of us like Papa John's. Just doesn't hit the same. You know, screw you, Peyton Manning. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, we out. It's too bready. Is that Shaq? Is Shaq Papa John's? No way. Is it really? Shaq owns slashes on the board of one of these pizza places. He owns like a chunk of it. Oh my God. That man could be his own podcast. It's crazy what this guy's done. Yeah. 2023. We're trying to get Shaq. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, this next, next hot take might be a personal one for me. So my take will be quite heated, maybe more than the other two, but it's about diners. So this user said diners are only good for the aesthetic They've been to several diners and they all serve the same exact food. The only thing they like about them is interior design. But other than that, you're just overpaying for a sandwich and fries. It'd be worth it if the food tastes a little bit better, but they've been to so many and the food is below average. Let's have Sagar go first. I love this take so much. And honestly, my backdrop, uh, I'm in Austin and these days I felt like I've overpaid for average food quite a lot. But this one specifically hits home. I went, I've been to a couple places now that are diner-esque. They look great walking in. They give off a great vibe. Food is so expensive and just so subpar. 10 out of 10 times. There's not one diner I've sat down and been like, wow, this place looks good and serves great food. I went for Mother's Day. I went down in Austin a couple of weeks ago. I went last week in Chicago and they're just all subpar. 
I love this take and I'm here for it. What do we think, Shiv? I disagree. I hate this take. I actually hate the aesthetic of diners. I think they're kind of gross and dirty and that they need to like vacuum a little bit more. (laughs) But I love the food. You know, my favorite part about growing up was road trips, stopping at a diner called Denny's. You might have heard of it and getting the Grand Slam. (laughs) Any way I can recreate that is great. I know in Austin they have 24 diner. One of my favorites, they have a few diners here where I'm based in Dallas and just great food. I feel like the price is reasonable and you get that Southern hospitality in their service that's just unmatched. That's a good point. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have an opinion on this, but I'll like ask a question about like what what makes something a diner? Like 24 Diner has diner in the name. Their mac and cheese also fucking amazing. But like... It, how, how, why is it a diner? That place is bougie. Like the lighting and everything doesn't feel like going to IHOP, right? Um, so what makes it a diner? Just calling it a diner all of a sudden, boom, you're a diner or does it have to do with the food you're serving? Because I agree with Shiv on the food part. Like going to get a stack of pancakes or something, like you're not looking for something with truffle. We're not going back to the truffle thing. We're not looking for something wild. It just needs to be a good set of pancakes. And diner food's fun. I like it. But I don't know what makes a diner. I think there's a gray line. Yeah. I consider diners as having breakfast food that they serve all day. That's kind of my line. Mm. To me, I agree with that. I think there's like simplicity that has to come with a diner. So from a from a food and menu perspective, it needs to be like like your home kitchen almost. From an aesthetic perspective, it's like boots, it's like bar seating open counter. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a vibe you can tell, but like menu, definitely. If there's truffle on the menu, it is not a diner in my opinion. (laughs) And the reason I love this take so much is like, it is usually overpriced. I don't mind paying a decent amount for average food if it like equates normally, but don't give me like a basic egg and charge me $6 for it. I'm just, I can't take that. Has skimflation affected Kirby? Is that what's happening? I don't do Kirby anymore. Oh, like, all right. <laughs> and no reservations at diners. It's not the vibe. You shouldn't be able to go on open table and yeah. reserve it. Yeah. You just walk in. You wait. It's fine. I feel that. All right. We'll squeeze one more in. Garlic is not as good only at ruining dishes. This user hates garlic, thinks it's too powerful, and just overpowers every other flavor. Even with a small dose of garlic, they think that it ruins every single dish. Shiv, what do we think? Oof. This is a great take. Honestly, I don't cook garlic in my house. I don't like it in my dishes unless it is garlic bread. That is the only exception. It's it's too much. It doesn't smell great. It's overpowering and your breath stinks afterwards. You have to like brush your teeth. It just has no place in the food world besides garlic bread. I don't know. I am conflicted because I don't want to be like all technicality on this and like look at the language that this take used to try and find an out. But I'm conflicted because like, for example, Indian food, heavy garlic, right? You got ginger garlic paste, there's garlic in it, blah, blah, blah. I like Indian food, Indian food, good. So like even a little bit of garlic, come on, we gotta we gotta put up with it so I can get my chicken tikka masala, let's go. But at the same time, I think people take it overboard. Like there's this one restaurant in SF, I think it's a novelty where it's garlic themed. I don't remember the name, but it's a big deal, like a tourist trap. And like, it's all garlic and you go in there and you want to shoot yourself because it's just so garlicky, garlic, everything. So fine line. I personally like the smell of toasted garlic. If I'm cooking with it at home and you toast a little bit up in the pan, it's kind of nice. 
but yeah, I would not go San Francisco level where they have that restaurant that I do not like. You guys deserve a one-star review and I might write one after this. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> You're going to go back retroactively. <laughs> I was here three years ago and was triggered by a question I was asked today. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Um, so you can call me the anti-shiv because I love garlic. Mm. I love gar- the way it smells. I love what it does to dishes. I think it enhances any recipe I read where it's like, ah, two tablespoons garlic, five tablespoons garlic. Oh, wow. I am doubling at least every time. Just keep squeezing, keep cutting, whatever it is. I am here for it. I think it enhances flavor like crazy and food without it is just bland. So sorry, Shiv. Would you put garlic on a P. Terry's burger? No, I mean, I, I would. I, it needs to belong in the dish, but I think more dishes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not going to like throw it, uh, keep it in my pocket, like squeeze bottle of garlic. But Asian cuisine is really big in my house and a lot of Asian food requires garlic. Indian food, a lot of it requires garlic. So just generally, if it requires garlic, I'm putting more than necessary because I just love it. We just love the flavor. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. So do you have any dishes that you enjoy mm. that do not require garlic, but you're like, you know what? Today we are going to add garlic. Yeah, no, I think that there's probably some pasta dishes that could do do well with some like roasted garlic slices. But most of them also already have garlic in them as a base. But I think you could throw garlic into some simple pastas and it would be better. Hmm. But no, you're right, Shiv. I'm not throwing like garlic on a on a club sandwich or like a Okay. You know, it's okay. not happening. I just gotta check. I don't know. I don't know what the garlic level is here. I just gotta make sure we're not we're not going overboard. We're not crazy. You're right, you're right. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, friends. Well, I hope uh, that was as entertaining for y'all as it was for us. I'm glad we didn't agree on every hot take or disagree on every hot take. I don't think we agreed on a single one. All three of us? Just the first one. Did we? Just the first one. Okay, yeah. The stack burgers. Right. Mm. There was some controversy, but I'd say like generally we agreed with each other. But as we end every session with a philosophical question, I'm going to change the format once more because... Shiv being here, we decided to do a new hot take type of in- infrastructure on this podcast. So here we're going to try something new. We're going to do a speed round of questions. Oh. Ooh. So I have seven questions that I've laid out, and I'm going to get you each to answer within three seconds back to back. I'm going to ask a question, Shiv answers, Zane answer. Ask another question, Shiv answers, Zane answers. Then we're going to go through all of them, and then we'll spend a second I'll see if there was one that was shocking, we'll reflect back on it. Or if either of you guys <laughs> liked one of my questions, we'll expand. But this week I couldn't uh, I couldn't decide on one like longer thinking one. So I thought we'd try out this format. I think it's funny. These questions should be pretty quick. I also don't want you to spend a lot of time thinking about them. Uh, and I think the answers will be pretty fun to reflect on. So let's do this. We'll go Shiv then Zane every time. All right. Perfect. I'm nervous. Sub two seconds. Sub two seconds. Yeah. All right. The, three seconds. Three seconds. The longer Shiv takes, the more time I have. Take your time, Shiv. At the. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or actually, you know what? We can stop halfway and make Zane go first. No. Yeah. Okay. After question four, I'll stop, and then Zane has to answer the last three first. Bet. All right, Shiv. At what age do you become an elderly person? Thirty-six. Zane. Thirty. Okay. This is a yes or no question. If you were born with a different name, would you have a different personality? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> what should you say when God sneezes? Bless thy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shiv, this will be your last one to go first. Which armrest is yours at the movie theater? The right one and the left one. 
Zane? Neither. Oh neither. Neither. <laughs> okay. All right. Last three. Zane, you go first. Shiv, you go second. Okay. Let's do it. Zane, which came first, the chicken or the egg? I think the chicken. Okay. The chicken. Chicken. Okay. If you drop a soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Floor clean. Okay. Soap dirty. This one, this one, Zane, is going to hurt your brain, I think, a little bit. But I'm here for it. Oh, God. Let's do it. What color are mirrors? What color are mirrors? Quick. N-A. Quick. <laughs> N-A. N-A color. N-A color. Shift. Clear or silver. Okay. Nice. Good job, friends. That was the end of our speed round. Hopefully your brain didn't combust. I feel like Zane's might have. Goodness. N-A. N-A. <laughs> for the man who doesn't like decisions, this was terrible. Honestly, though, or was it really good because you were forced to decide? Maybe. The shot clock maybe held. Shot clock. Okay, Shiv, were there any that you liked or that you'd want to expand on? I thought about the God question after you asked it, and I, I'm not <laughs> into my answer or what even. <laughs> you said, bless thy. Bless thy. You turned like Renaissance on us. I was like, what just happened? I don't know what comes out when you have three <laughs> seconds. That was, yeah, I don't know if I'd get that answer again, but let's stick with it. I, ch- I chuckled. I mean, okay, because you say God bless you. Yeah. And you can't tell God, say God bless you. Yeah. Say bless yourself or just bless. Bless is what I say these days. I would just say bless. Zane, 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 100 IQ, said thank you? <laughs> You're in a room with God, he sneezes, and you thank him for sneezing? What? Isn't everything, isn't everything holy, whether God, like, you know, gives you a Lamborghini or entrance into, into heaven or sneezes? You say thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, all right, yeah, that's your relationship. Zane, was there any that you liked? I can't remember any of them. It was so fast. It was so fast. Do you want me to read them out really fast? I don't remember any of them. I think I don't remember any of them. Yeah. I think you blacked out, honestly. It was going so fast. I was thinking a million miles an hour. Um, Um, Okay, so I thought it was interesting. (laughs) At what age do you become an elderly person? Zane, you said 30, which we're all 30 imminently. I think we're old. I mean, I have like random knee pain, random back pain, wrist hurts, shoulder hurts. And like, now we got to worry about old people problems. Um, Interesting. I think we're getting there, man. I I disagree. I mean, Shiv's at 36, which I thought was pretty early too. My answer would have been way, way like at least 55, 60. Mm. These days, like technology's better, health is better, you're working out, you know, yeah. longevity I mean, and such. I didn't interpret it like, when are you a senior and you deserve a discount at AMC theaters? Elderly. Yeah. Elderly. Well, that there's a rule for that. We don't have to debate that one. Wow. It's like 65, right? Yes, sir. I get excited about a holiday sale now. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like they're having a sale on ornaments. Like this is fantastic. I'm going to have to stock up. I know I'm old now. It's it's done. Do you have a closet of shit now that you have a house, Shiv? you like have seasonal decorations we have a seasonal box and i'm not proud of it i love it i bought ben gay this week i'm getting pretty old (sighs) (laughs) okay zane i think a lot of this is self-inflated though this isn't normal aging zane is at the gym like 10 days a week so i think that'll happen when you're working out this much you get hurt you feel old here we are you feel mortal yeah ben gay is not bad though yeah ben gay isn't bad um I would just like to to end the pod with a question I asked about which armrest is is yours at the movie theater. Just <laughs> Shiv completely dominant both. 
Zane, submissive F. Neither. <laughs> My boy is sitting in the entire movie, just like arms squeezed. Because you know, you know, Zane's not buying any movie snacks. He's he's too Indian to do that. <laughs> Dropping twenty bucks on a popcorn. So, are you like holding your own hands in your lap, just sitting there like a weirdo? Oh man, I'm pretty snug. A look. If someone wants to armrest, let them have it. I'm snug in my big seat with my arms by me. You know, hopefully I got a hoodie. I'm getting comfy. I don't need to put my arms up. I'm fine. And I'm holding the popcorn for myself that I may or may not have bought. Maybe someone else got it for me because I'm in You're the dream to sit next to in basic economy. You keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> and we've come full circle. Yeah. I love it. Full circle. Well, thanks again, Shiv, for taking time. I know it's football Sunday, so uh, we know we're more more important than some of these afternoon games. So that makes me feel good that you're uh, here to join us. Thanks again, man. No, thank you guys for having me. This was a fun one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Awesome. Zay, do you want to do the thing? Do the thing. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in. Big brain. Small talk.